0: Hey there! Welcome to The Writing Cabin with Tara Benner. I'm author Tara Benner, and this is my cabin. We all need to escape into story from time to time, so come on in. Sit down by the fire, pour yourself a nice cup of coffee, and let's talk books. Before we get started today, I wanted to give a quick shout out to my longtime patron and super fan, Dan. Now, Dan has been a patron of mine since I started my old Patreon account, and when I started this new one about a year, year and a half ago, he became a member of that. Dan supports at the highest possible level and recently increased his pledge beyond that. He's bought all my books as signed paperbacks from my website. Dan, thank you so much for your incredible support. It does not go unnoticed. If you, dear listener, would like to join our Patreon family, you can do so over at patreon.com forward slash Tara labs. I create a brand new short story for my patrons every single month. I also produce a monthly video diary from my office. If you support at the $10 level, you'll also get a signed paperback copy of each new novel I write. And as a matter of fact, I need to run to the post office to mail those this afternoon. I have the Hunter's Witch paperbacks all ready to go, and they are beautiful. I'm, I'm so happy with how this cover turned out. Um, so yeah, that is all about Patreon. Now we will do our featured book of the week. And this week I am spotlighting Recon, which is the first book of the Fringe. Now... If you're a longtime fan, you'll know all about The Fringe. But if you're new to me or new to the show, The Fringe is my most popular series to date. It's a dystopian post-apox series with five books, and right now you can get book one for just 99 cents. So here's a little bit about Recon. Nuclear war destroyed the Earth, but Harper's world was perfect until she met Eli Parker. Harper was the best developer in her year. She should have been a shoe in for a cushy job in systems. Instead, she was drafted into recon, kicking and screaming onto Eli's squad. For Eli, death is just your average Tuesday. Most of his cadets don't last a year. When your job is to venture out into the radiation-soaked fringe, you learn not to get attached to anyone. Harper Riley should be no different, but she's gotten under Eli's skin. She started asking lots of questions, dangerous questions with no good answers. Eli wants to save her despite his better judgment, but can Eli save her from herself? Again, that book is called Recon. You can grab your copy for just 99 cents. I will put a link to that down in the show notes. So it's time for the little life update that I do every show. And it's a really nice, warm, sunny day here in Colorado. But we actually got a lot of snow unexpectedly the first half of this week. And so, of course, because my husband couldn't go to work, in construction, and I was here like I am almost every day, we decided that we would get the four-wheeler out and really take advantage and enjoy that snow. Um, I'd never done it before, but riding a four-wheeler in 10 inches of snow is a lot of fun. You can slide and do donuts. And I have to say, I was a little nervous about it. <laughs> Even though I've lived in Colorado for six years now, I'm still relatively new when it comes to snow sports, like snowboarding and cruising on four-wheelers and snowmobiles and that kind of thing. And we have a Grizzly 700... I think. And if you don't know anything about four wheelers, that's quite a bit of power. Um, we didn't get this four wheeler for recreation. We actually got it to do work on our property. Um, we live on 14, or 14, 40 acres, and uh, we do a lot of tree work. When I say we, I mean my husband does a lot of tree work Um, and, you know, he needs the four-wheeler to get wood from way down, you know, on the other side of our property and to spray the trees against budworms in the summertime. So that's why we got this four-wheeler. But of course, it's like a fun thing to do when you're not doing work on it. And uh, (laughs) I was getting ready to go for a ride and my husband was kind of giving me a refresher course on it, and of course, he had to remind me about my tendency to freeze up whenever I lose control of a vehicle. I swear, if you crash one snowmobile, suddenly, your reputation for off-roading vehicles is forever tainted. I would like to like tell the class that it was icy and nobody got hurt that time. The snowmobile wasn't even hurt, but there you go. <laughs> still even though you know it was a little scary, I had a lot of fun um it's definitely an adrenaline rush which I enjoy uh so yeah that's been kind of what's been going on in my life this week uh, as far as a writing update goes, I am about two thirds of the way through Warrior Witch, which is a mountain shadow book six I'm really into it but... I'm also in that messy middle part of the book where I'm trying to get all these storylines to come together and build on each other in this really crafty way. (laughs) We have the vampires and the werewolves and the hunters, plus the drama going on with Gabriel and Fiona. I won't spoil it if you haven't gotten that far. It's just a lot. It's a lot of um things to wrangle, and I think about that expression like not my circus, not my monkeys, but in the case of this book, it actually is my circus, and they are my monkeys, the circus, and the monkeys that I made up, so I have to get all that under control. Um, I'm really enjoying it though because there are a lot of kind of questions up in the air and Fiona is at this point where she doesn't really know who she can trust because there are a lot of people who would be very happy to see Fiona and Gabriel completely fail at what they're trying to do. And I didn't expect this when I first started writing, but one of the most challenging and rewarding parts of the finale is really wrapping my head around the motives of all the different characters involved and how that is going to impact what they decide to do. So we have Rebecca, who is the new alpha of the Temple Canyon werewolf pack. That's a minor spoiler, but it's not really a big one. We have Justin Teller and all the other alphas of the werewolf packs. We have Sigrid, the vampire clan leader, who, as you'll find out, is kind of stuck between a rock and a hard place, um, with the rock being the werewolves and the hard place being this very powerful group of night supremacist vampires called The Coalition. I won't say any more about that because I don't want to give it away, but we have a new character who is actually an old character that you haven't met yet. (laughs) I know that sounds really confusing, but this is a really powerful, very old vampire named Festus. And I knew that I needed him in Warrior Witch, and I had an opportunity to bring in a vampire in Fiona's prequel novella that I just wrote. And as it turns out, they're the one one and the same. Festus appears in both the prequel novella and Warrior Witch. And I won't say any more about that. You'll have to just read both of those and kind of see what he turns out to be. Um, but that was a lot of fun for me to tie that all together. I just... I feel like there's so much serendipity happening with Warrior Witch. Like, things just... Workout and things just present themselves to me as perfect little, um, things I can do with the plot. And I mean, just like a small example of that was I was writing a scene and I was like, oh, this needs to be a full moon. I need it to be Yule. So between December 21st and January 1st, and I need it to be a Saturday or Sunday so that Wesley's off work. And what do you know? December 22nd 2018 was a full moon and it was a Saturday and I was like oh I just I love it when things like that work out these are things that readers probably never notice but I as the writer like really want to make sure I get them right and so it just it makes me so happy when things come together so you can rest assured that the finale will be awesome if I have any anything to say about that um I'm working very hard to make it wonderful for you In other news, I started listening to the Dark Witch audiobook this week, and I am so excited. Taylor Harvey is narrating this one just as she narrated the last three, which is about in shadow books, and it's fabulous. (laughs) I just, I love her style of narration. I love all the different voices she does for the characters. I think I was just about a chapter or two in, and I just, squealed because of the way she did this uh, certain character texturango that's that's the character that just (laughs) I just laughed so hard at that Um, and so I'm really really excited to listen to all of that and then once I listen to it it has to go through the audible approval process but I'm hoping that it will be available by the end of March at this rate. So stay tuned. I will update you on that. I know a few of you have been waiting very patiently for uh, book four. That's all this week for my writing updates. As far as what I am personally reading, I am still making my way through the High Mountain Court by A.K. Mulford, I'm a, lot, a little over halfway through I believe um, I'm really really enjoying it it's been such a wild fun ride I love um, how she does her witches and the fae and kind of the politics of that world and the different courts um, it's it's just a really really fun read and I'm looking forward to making my way through that entire series That's all for me this week, but before we go, let's check the mailbox. And of course, I only get digital mail since I live at an undisclosed location, but I want you to pretend that I'm walking out of the writing cabin and going to check the mailbox in the snow. This week, we have a question from Meredith in Rochester, New York. Meredith writes... I just started in on your Witches series, but then I realized there was a prequel novella, Blood Ties. And when I listened to the podcast, you said you were writing another prequel novella. Do I need to have read the prequels before the rest of Witches of Mountain Shadow? Should I stop now? (laughs) Good question, Uh, Meredith. Thank you for sending it in. The short answer to that is no. Um, all five, soon to be six books of Witches of a Mountain Shadow, can be thoroughly enjoyed just on their own. You don't need to have read the prequel novellas. Um, however, I will say that if you read the prequel novellas beforehand, there are some things that you will get a lot more out of as you read the main series. But now that i said that, I actually think that you might enjoy prequel novellas more if you have already read some or all of the books in the main series because I do drop some little Easter eggs in there. Um I'm kind of I'm kind of piling up my Easter eggs. I, I keep adding more and more because I think it's really fun as a reader when you get things and you kind of feel like you're in like on an inside joke. And so um, there are some little asides within the main series that mention things that happened in the prequel novella, like that time that Wesley dated a vampire that we won't talk about. Uh, (laughs) There are little things like that in the prequel novellas, and I do think that Fiona's prequel in particular, that one lends a lot of extra insight and nuance to the main series but no you don't need to have read the prequels before the main series and in fact I think you might benefit from reading them out of order so excellent question Meredith thank you so much for sending it in if you have a burning question that you'd like for me to answer on the podcast, listeners, you can send your letters to tarabenner at gmail.com, or you can post them on any of my social media channels. I am at author Tara Benner on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. If you're on TikTok, definitely check me out. I do some fun little videos over there. You can also post them in our secret reader group on Facebook, Tara Benner's Reader Revolution. That's all I have for you this week, but feel free to stay in my cabin for as long as you like. We can drink some more coffee. You can crack open a good book, hopefully one of mine, and have a wonderful weekend.